So we will start from chapter 5, Srimad Bhagavatam, Frustration of the Sacrifice of Daksha. Till last week what we did was uh, Daksha Prajapati's sacrifice, how it has affected his daughter. His daughter has come over there and she has used her powers to burn herself up. So what exactly is happening? <coughs> Maitreya said, when Lord Shiva heard from Narada, that Sati, his wife, was now dead because of Prajapati Daksha, ins- Daksha's insult to her and that her, his soldiers has been driven away by the rebuked demigods. He became greatly angry. Thus Lord Shiva, being extremely angry, pressed his lip in his teeth and immediately snatched from the, his head a strand of hair which blazed like electricity of fire. He stood up at once, laughing like a madman and dashed the hair to the ground. A fearful black demon, as high as the sky and as bright as the three suns combined was thus created, and his teeth, very fearful and the hair on his head like burning fire, he had thousands of arms and equipped with various weapons, and he was garlanded with heads of men. When the gigantic demon asked with folded hands, What shall I do, my lord? Lord Shiva, who is known as Bhutanath, directly ordered, because you are born from my body, you are the chief of all my associates. Therefore, kill Daksha and his soldiers at the sacrifice. Maitreya continued, My dear Vidura, the black person was the personified anger of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and he was prepared to execute the order of Lord Shiva. <clears throat> Thus, considering himself capable of coping with any power offered against him, he circumambulated Lord Shiva. Many other soldiers of Lord Shiva followed the fierce personality in a tumultuous uproar. He carried a great trident, fearful enough to kill even death, and on the legs he wore bangles which seemed to roar. At that time all the persons assembled in the sacrificial arena, the priest, the chief of the sacrificial performers, performance, <coughs> and the brahmanas and their wives wondered where the darkness was coming from. Later they could understand that it was a dust storm. And all of them were full of anxiety. <clears throat> Conjecturing on the origins of the storm, they said, There is no wind blowing, no cows are passing, nor is it possible that this dust storm could be raised by plunderers, for there is still the strong king Barhi who could punish them. Where is this dust storm blowing from? Is the dissolution of the planet now to occur? Prasuti, the wife of Daksha, along with other women, assembled, became very anxious and said, This danger has been created by Daksha because of the death of Sati, who even though completely innocent, quit her body as her sisters looked on. <clears throat> At the time of dissolution, Lord Shiva's hair is scattered and he pierces the rulers of the different directions with his trident. He laughs and dances proudly, scattering their hands like flags, as thunder scatters the clouds all over the world. The gigantic black man bared his fearful teeth. By the movement of his brows, he scattered the luminaires all over the sky and he covered them with the strong piercing effulgence. <clears throat> because of the behavior of Daksha and even Lord Brahma, Daksha's father, could not have been saved from the great exhibition of anger. While all the people talked among themselves, Daksha saw dangerous omens from all sides, from the earth and from the sky. My dear Vidura, all the followers of Lord Shiva surrounded the arena of sacrifice. 
they were of short stature and equipped with various kinds of weapons and their bodies appeared to be those of sharks blackish and yellowish they ran all around the sacrificial arena and thus began to create disturbances some of the soldiers pulled down the pillars which were supporting the pandals of sacrifice some of them entered the female quarters <clears throat> some began destroying the sacrificial arena and some entered the kitchen and the residential quarters they all they broke all the pots made for use in the sacrifice and some of them began to extinguish the sacrificial fire some tore down the boundary line of the sacrificial arena and some passed urine on the arena some blocked the way of the fle- fleeing sages some threatened the women assembled there and some arrested the demigods who were fleeing the pandals pandals maniman one of the followers of lord shiva arrested bhrugumuni and virabhadra the black demon arrested prajapati daksh another follower who was named chandesha arrested pusa nandishwara arrested the demigod bhaga there was a continuous shower of stones and all the priests and other members assembled at the sacrifice were put in immense misery for fear of their lives they dispersed in different directions virabhadra tore off the mustache of bhrigu who was offering the sacrificial oblation with his hand in the fire virabhadra immediately caught bhaga who has been moving his eyebrows during bhrigu cursing of lord shiva and out of great anger thrust him in the ground and forcibly pulled out put out his eyes just as baldev knocked out the teeth of dantavakra the king of kalinga during the gambling match at the marriage ceremony of anirudh virabhadra knocked out the teeth of both daksha who had shown them while cursing lord shiva and pusa who by smiling sympathetically had also shown his teeth then virabhadra the giant like personality sat on the chest of daksha and tried to separate his head from his body with a sharp weapon but was unsuccessful he tried to cut the head of daksha with hymns as well as weapons but still it was hard to cut even the surface of of the skin of daksha's head thus virabhadra was exceedingly bewildered then virabhadra saw the wooden device in the sacrificial arena by which the animals were to have been killed he took the opportunity of this facility to behead daksha upon seeing the action of virabhadra the party of lord shiva was pleased and cried out joyfully and all the bhutas ghosts and demons that had come made a tumultuous sound on the other hand the brahmanas in charge of the sacrifice cried out in grief at the death of daksha virabhadra then took the head with great anger threw it in the southern side of the sacrificial fire offering it as an oblation in this way the followers of lord shiva devastated all the arrangements for sacrifice after setting fire to the whole arena they departed to their masters abode kailasha what a wonderful scene <laughs> now you will wonder how did this actually happen <clears throat> sati is the daughter of daksha prajapati she is married to shiva all right now shiva if you remember last time when we were talking we said shiva is the one who lives in the domain which is our head right now shiva is always peaceful and calm because the job 
of Shiva is to always live constantly in meditative state. He is always supposed to be a very straight and a very calm person. Look at it this way. When we need any processing to be done for anything in this world, suppose there is an oncoming train and you have to cross the tracks. In India we do that by the way. You can't do that in other countries. Maybe, I don't know. (laughs) So, it will tell you. Now you need to cross faster. You cannot be, you know, slowing down over here. Cross Cross and go on the other side. So, processing is happening. Even in dire circumstances, in an emergency also, when the ship is sinking and you are the captain of the ship, your presence of mind as this, actually it's not a presence of mind the way you look at it. It is always telling you, now you got to do this, now you got to do this, now you got to do this. It's constantly equipping you with the right knowledge. So you will find that Shiva is constantly giving us information. His domain keeps on giving information after information constantly. Even if the heartbeat slows down, whatever the case that might be, suppose you are running fast, you are short of breath. So its job is to regulate the whole system and that is why it has to be always in a calm state. So Shiva is constantly in the state of meditation as we call it. Now, Daksha Prajapati, he is the son of Brahma. Now his daughter, who is the wife of Shiva. Now what has happened to her? She has gone against the wishes of her father, uh, uh, to her father's uh, sacrifice. And when she has gone over there, she has not followed the system that has been laid down. And because she has not followed the system, she has to meet her end. Think about it like this. If something that is not to be done at a particular point in time is done, what happens? Alright? You will find that anybody who disobeys the system of the mind, of the of the of our brain, <coughs> what happens? There is a burning fire over there. Your intellect is telling you, don't put your hand in it, it is hot. And suppose you put your hand in that, you are going to get burnt. So she gets burnt because of that. Alright? And because she gets burnt, so Shiva, who is always peaceful, becomes completely angry. So, what happens at that point in time is, the mind, I should say the brain, the portion over here, becomes completely upset. And because of that, a hair from Shiva's head, he pulls out one hair. A hair means a very tiny portion a very, 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 very small portion of Shiva 
is released in the system. Imagine it like that. One group of proteins or one specific information is released in the system and that small protein it has the capability of destroying the whole system so in this entire chapter what we saw is veera bhadra veera okay bhadra bhadra means one who can chop off a strong one which can chop off a person who is capable of chopping off the head okay think about it a release of a very very potent astra is taking place and that is going through our entire system and when it goes through the entire system does it wait over there no what it does is it starts destroying everything inside that means every portion of our body starts getting affected because of that who else who else is affected even brahma ji is affected so these are ghosts and gauls and all those negative creatures that have got released and this is the weapon of anger anger is a very very potent weapon anger is a weapon which was used even by parvati to create an avatar of hers which was dark black if you recollect now this black avatar is called kali so here the very black and a dangerous avatar has got created and that is called virbhadra we have visited a temple where virbhadra is shown chopping off the head and it is lying at the feet over there and that's a very beautiful place that we have yes it is in lepakshi so virabhadra's temple we have visited it's an avatar of shivji and it's a very very powerful and a dangerous avatar of shivji so in our system like i said there are three things which happens there he middle and here so in this microcosm it has released a sort of a very dangerous and a potent weapon inside our system and it is going to start eating up the whole thing all right so now we will do the next chapter brahma satisfies lord shiva now this is we are doing the continuation and we will stop after this all right because this chapter is itself long so we are doing chapter 6 Brahma satisfies Lord Shiva, Shrimad Bhagavatam. All the priests and other members of the sacrificial assembly and all the demigods having been defeated by the soldiers of Lord Shiva and injured by weapons like tridents and swords approached Lord Brahma with great fear. After offering, offering him obeisances, they began, began to speak in detail of all the events that had taken place. but lord brahma and vishnu had already known that such events would occur in the sacrificial arena of daksha and knowing beforehand they did not go to the sacrifice 
When Lord Brahma heard everything from the demigods and the members who had attended the sacrifice, he replied, You cannot be happy in executing a sacrifice if you blaspheme a great personality and thereby offend his lotus feet. You cannot have happiness in this way. Uh, this is a very important line. When we are doing some sort of a sacrifice, I mean when we are doing some sort of a puja or something like that, it is very very important that we need to invite everybody whether they are your enemy or your friends, invitations are a must and never insult a person over there. So always treat the person with respect. This is the most important thing. So we say in our world, we say, we say we always welcome the guests, right? So, yes, you have excluded Lord Shiva from taking part in the sacrificial results and therefore you are all offenders at his lotus feet. Still, if you go without mental reservations and surrender unto him and fall down at his lotus feet, he will be very pleased. Lord Brahma also advised them that Lord Shiva is so powerful that by his anger all the planets and the chief controllers can be destroyed immediately. Also, he said that Lord Shiva has especially sorry because he has recently lost his dear wife and was also very much afflicted by the unkind words of Daksha. Under the circumstances, Lord Brahma suggested it would behove them to go at once and beg his pardon. Lord Brahma said that no one, not even himself, Indra and all the members assembled in the sacrificial arena or all the sages could know how powerful Lord Shiva is. Under the circumstances, who would dare to commit an offence at his lotus feet? After thus instructing all the demigods, the Pitas and the Lord of the living entities, Lord Brahma took them with him and left for the abode of Lord Shiva known as Kailasha Hill. The abode known as Kailasha is full of different herbs and vegetables and it is sanctified by the Vedic hymns and the mystic yoga practices. Thus the residents of the abode are demigods by birth and have all the mystic powers. Besides them, there are other human beings who are known as Kinnaras and Gandharvas and are accompanied by their beautiful wives who are known as Apsaras or devil or, or angels. Now think about it. It in the in the Kailasha or the mountain that leads up to Kailasha. Kailasha is called the peak, the highest one. See what all is there over there. It has got Kinnaras and Gandharvas and Apsaras and all these are also there. There are so many sages sitting over there. They are demigods and there are mystic powers. All these things are there, are they not? I think one of your mic is on. So, if you look at it from that perspective, you will understand that this whole thing, See, we are, uh, you remember where we are? We are there near the Kailasha. Kailasha is here. Now, it is full of all these beautiful creatures. Gandharvas, Kinnaras. So, the centers, centers for art, literature, architecture, beauty, everything is in our brains. That's the centers. Nerves, where the complete thing is regulated from. Think about it like that. So, if you if you are if you are an artist and if you are drawing something beautiful, you know where you are actually taking this inspiration from. It is coming from the domain of your head. 
and that is the place where all these thrives all right so all the other demigods that are there which are not connected to that are in other parts of the body now who are the two who have not taken part in the sacrifice two are brahma ji he has not come but brahma ji knows everything in advance by the way because he is he is the one who has created and vishnu vishnu doesn't go for this kind of sacrifices because he never likes what is called as ahankara wherever there is an ego he doesn't step in over there if you show an ego for whichever kind he doesn't step in over there so his domain will not he will not even step into that place so you think about it like this why doesn't he go over there he is full of love basic thing is love where there is anger there is no love right see anger releasing so many hormones and this and that and you know he doesn't exist he says no i am going to stay at home i don't want to come out of my building only i will co- i will fortify myself i'll close my doors and i will sit say you know sit inside maybe i'll watch television i'll see what is happening in the outside world with my television <laughs> something like that so think think like this vishnu he doesn't even come want to be a part of this whole anger exercise so you will find that love disappears devotion disappears right love and devotion faith everything disappears you don't even trust yourself you don't have any belief in your own abilities when you are angry what happens to you you don't even know why you are doing these things so you lose your reason there is no reason in your world there is no love left at all you are completely full of anger <clears throat> like that and nothing remains nothing remains so that is why vishnu shuts himself up so did you get that so kailasha is full of mountains filled with all kinds of valuable jewels and minerals and surrounded by all varieties of valuable trees and plants the top of the hill is nicely decorated by various types of deer There are many waterfalls in the mountains there are many beautiful caves in which the beautiful wives of the mystics are found On Kailasha hill there is always the rhythmical sound of the peacock's sweet vibrations and the bees humming Cuckoos are always singing and the other birds whisper among themselves There are the tall trees with straight branches that appear to call the sweet birds and then her herds of elephants pass through the hills It appears that Kailasha hill moves with them when the waterfall resounds it appears that kailasha hill does it does also the whole of kailasha hill is decorated with various kinds of trees of which the following names can be mentioned mandara parijata sarala tamala tala kovidara asana arjuna amrajati kadamba dhuli kadamba naga punnaga champaka patala ashoka bakula kunda and kurubaka The whole hill is decorated with such trees which produce flowers with fragrant aromas. There are other trees also which decorate the hill such as the golden lotus flower, the cinnamon tree, malati, kubja, mallika and madhuri. Kailasha hill is also decorated with such trees as katta, jackfruit, jullara, banyan trees, plakshas, neogodras and trees producing asafoetida. Also there are trees of betel nuts and bhurja patra as well as rajapuja blackberries and similar other trees there are mango trees priyala maduka and ingura 
Besides, there are other trees like thin bamboo, kichaka, and varieties of other bamboo trees, all decorating the tract of Kailasha Hill. All these, you know, think like this. It is describing you so much of nature, so much of beauty that is around over there. It is also telling you that tranquility exists over there because there are caves inside that. Caves in the Kailasha Hill. Can you imagine caves in the Kailasha Hill and there are beautiful wives of the sages also with them? Think, knowledge, knowledge incarnate sits in this hill, okay, with execution, basic execution, how the knowledge can be used in the world. Do you get this point? Your mind, your beautiful mind ni bolna chahiye, usko brain ni bolna chahiye. Because it's also a part of the mind. Huh? Mind is all over the all over the being, so it can be a part of the mind also. It has got such wonderful data available with it. So as much knowledge as you want is existing there. Beauty as you want exists over there. Deers, elephants, all these things have been mentioned. Okay. Now, what are these deers? Deers are chappal animal. Chappal means they run faster. Our knowledge which runs fastest. Elephant. Elephant is a knowledge which takes us to glories. Glory and grandeur. Elephant is associated with glory and grandeur. You will find that Lakshmi sits on top of an elephant as well. You will find that there are two elephants over there. I am sure you must have seen that. So, Gaja Lakshmi. Right? <laughs> so, you will find that the grandeur, the glory, the power, everything is there. We have a host of information, host of knowledge which we can use in our world if we actually want to. So, you know what we always tell our children, na? Use your brains, no? Have we said these words quite often? Use your brains. Can you not understand this silly stupid thing? What we are trying to say is, your brain is capable of dissecting the information and coming with the right answers. So why are you not using it? You will find that people stop using their brains, isn't it? Why? Because they just live in the world like logs of wood. And that is the reason why using the brain is so very important. Last week somebody asked me a question. That person asked me, why is it that people, those who are autistic or those who have mental instability, why are they? Because they have stopped using these centers. Alright, the information that is there doesn't reach the other parts of the body. There is a disconnection between that. And because there is a disconnection, the, the information doesn't go from one place to the other. But that person is called intuitive in nature. Intuition doesn't require system flow. That means it doesn't require wires. It's a wireless system. 
see every other information needs to go through systems where wires networking is important we have people from the networking business over here so they will understand better so there are networks of connecting wires in the sense system how it works functions like that but intuition doesn't require that intuition works on a different principle it works on the principle of spiritual it is spirit based it is not physical based okay so that means let us say for example there is something which like you need to raise your hand because it is getting burnt so the information is relayed in a mic in a micro micro whatever seconds you know immediately through the brain it will assess the information and release it to the hand saying raise your hand otherwise it is going to get burnt right now intuitive knowledge is this a friend of yours is going to come for lunch and today it is say around 8 o'clock in the morning and you tell your wife today make additional food my friend will turn up she will ask you the question how do you know your friend is going to turn up did he write to you you say no i just have a gut feeling <laughs> we say these words but we don't know what we are talking about it's a gut feeling feeling doesn't come from this kind of systems that is something is released and then it goes to some place illa nothing like that it is an emanation emanation of the brain intuition as we call it it just pops up like information uh, you have the pop pop up blockers and all that <laughs> so something like that it just pops up tick somewhere down that i says oh your friend is going to come see so you better make something special for him and uh, this is a system of you know this is a time when mangoes are a plenty he loves mangoes so let us may have amras or cut some nice rajapuri mangoes or ratnagiri mangoes it is making you i know i know <laughs> the season is yet to start don't worry <laughs> so now see the number of uh, see how many mangoes he has written there are mango trees priyala maduka and inguda so many mango trees are there so i came back to mangoes okay so let us do further there are different kinds of lotus flowers such as kumuda utpala and satpara the forest appears to be decorated garden and the small lakes are full of various kinds of birds who whisper very sweetly there are many kinds of other animals also like deer monkey boar lion rakshas salyakas forest cows forest asses tigers small deers buffaloes and other animals who are fully enjoying their lives these are varieties of deers such as karnatara ekapada aishwasya varka and kasturi the deer which bears musk besides the deers there are many banana trees which decorate the small hillside lake very nicely so uh, we can tell tej you know here you have somebody who has already named the animals okay so we do not have to go after genus and species and all those things english mein likhte hai na wo log ye already hamare isme likh ke ho gaya hai so we can, you can say okay musk deer is goes under the name of kasturi <laughs> but the maid kasturi must be stinking 
Okay. <laughs> there is a small lake named Alakananda in which Sati used to take her bath. And the lake is especially auspicious. And all the demigods, after seeing the specific beauty of Kailasha Hill, were struck with wonder at the great opulence to be found there. Then the demigods saw the wonderfully beautiful region known as Alaka in the forest known as Saugandika, which means full of fragrance. The forest is known as Saugandika because of the abundance of lotus flowers. Have, you must have seen the lotus flowers. You know maybe you know one pink one and all that, but the lotus comes in various different colors as well. Uh, there was one picture which I had shot in uh, uh, where Buddha was born. It's a lily. It's a lotus basically. And it had uh, a very beautiful bluish, you know, purplish type of a color. It's a very be- wonderful color. So you will find that there are very beautiful lotuses. They give off a particular fragrance. All these lotuses, they give off a particular fragrance. They have those pods, you know, also which can be eaten you'll find the seeds are very nice tasteful uh, in most of the places in china and all they use those seeds lotus seeds are used in most of the places in the world they they have a lot of beautiful properties and uh, they have certain properties which are very very essential for us uh, and it is important i if you have never tasted a lotus seed you should go out and taste it it is wonderful it tastes very nice so, imagine that fragrance is all over the place in Kailasha. They also saw the two rivers named Nanda and Alaknanda. These two rivers are sanctified by the dust of the lotus feet of Supreme Personality of Godhead Govinda. Nanda and Alaknanda are two rivers which form a part of a very huge river later on. My dear Shatta, Vidura, the celestial damsel, came down to those rivers in the airplanes with their husbands and after sexual enjoyments, they enter the waters and enjoy sprinkling their husbands with water. After the damsels of the heavenly planet bathe in the water, it becomes yellowish and fragrant due to the kunkuma from their bodies. Thus the elephants come to bathe there with their wives and the she-elephants and also they drink the water although they are not thirsty. You will find that this is a very beautiful... uh, um, explanation now when the explanation is given you will wonder who is the script writer and he has written such wonderful script you know with so much of like you don't need the director doesn't even need to visualize it you already the visuals are in front of your eyes so think about it this is such a wonderful depiction of that place where you can actually see the whole river over there and the women are taking a bath over there and then the kumkuma is flowing and so on and so on. This such a wonderful scenery is created. Hmm. The airplanes of the heavenly denizens are bedecked with pearls, gold and many valuable jewels. The heavenly denizens are compla- compared to clouds in the sky decorated with occasional flashes of electric lightning. While travelling, the demigods passed over the forest known as Saugandika which is full of varieties of flowers, fruits and desired trees. While passing over the forest, they also saw the regions of Yakshaswara. Yaksha. Yakshaswara. Ishwara. Connected to the Yakshas. Now, we, I was telling you all that day. Yakshagana. <laughs> so, this Yakshas are a particular variety. Okay of heavenly creatures which have their domain loft in the loft, lofty, lofty domains they have. 
I can't describe them to you how they look like. You will have to see them yourselves. So in that celestial forest, there are many birds whose necks are coloured reddish and whose sweet sounds mixed with the humming of the bees. The lakes are abundantly decorated with crying swans as well as strong-stemmed lotus flowers. All the atmospheric influences unsettle the forest elephants while flocking together in the sandal forest and the blowing wind agitated the minds of the damsel there for further sexual enjoyment. They also saw that the bathing hearts and their staircases were made of Vaidurya Mani. The water was full of lotus flowers. Passing by such lakes, the demigods reached a place where there was a great banyan tree. That banyan tree was 800 miles high and its branches spread over 600 miles around. The tree cast a fine shade which permanently cooled the temperatures and yet there was no noise of birds. I think the one who... uh, uh, you know, made this movie Avatara, he must have thought about this tree only. What do you say? The tree and all those animals and different different kinds of birds over there and stuff like that. I think that James Cameron, I think that's his name. He must have read these passages. He must have said, okay, okay, I got to create this kind of Kailasha. Now he's coming up with Avatar too. The demigods saw Lord Shiva sitting under the tree, which was competent to give perfection to mystic yogis and deliver all people. As grave as time eternal, he appeared to have given up all anger. Lord Shiva sat there, surrounded by saintly persons like Kuvera, the master of Ghuyakas, and the four Kumaras, who were already a liberated soul. Lord Shiva was grave and silent, saintly. The demigod saw Lord Shiva situated in the perfection as the master of the senses, knowledge, fruitive activities and the path of achieving perfection. He was the friend of the entire world and by virtue of the full affection for everyone, he was very auspicious. Can you see what is written about Shiva? See this again. Lord Shiva who is situated in his perfection as a master of senses, knowledge, Fruitive activities and the path of achieving perfection. All the activities. Think about it. He is situated in a samadhi state. When he is full of knowledge, the control of the senses, that is the demigods which control the senses, is in this place alone. He was seated on a deer skin and was practicing all forms of austerity. Because his body was smeared with ashes, he looked like an evening cloud. On his hair were the sign of half moon and a symbolic representation. What is this half moon symbolic representation? You know what moon stands for? La loon. Yeah. Sri Lakshmi will tell you. It says la loon. Loon means moon. (laughs) So, moon is also connected to a very very important ingredient in our being. You know what it is called? Emotions. We are very emotional over there. Half moon. Half moon, you will find it is Ardha Chandra. Ardha Chandra. Half moon. We are also lunatic on one side. Half lunatic, half, <laughs> half emotional. <laughs> so, rational rationality doesn't stay when lunacy comes in. You don't become rational at all. So, the part of the brain also controls emotions. Remember that. Emotions is the part controlled by the brain. 
He was seated on a straw mattress and speaking to all present, including the great sage Narada, to whom he specifically spoke about the absolute truth. Absolute truth? If Shiva can speak absolute truth and he knows about absolute truth, what does it mean? It is a profound knowledge also rests in the same place. His left leg was placed on the right thigh. Left leg on the right thigh. Remember this. Left leg on the right thigh. Have you seen Sai Baba how he sits? Hmm. And his left hand was placed on the right and on the left thigh. In the right hand he held Rudraksha beads. This sitting posture is called Virasana. He sat in the Virasana posture and his finger was in the mode of argument. All the sages and the demigods headed by Indra offered their respectful obeisance unto Lord Shiva with folded hands. Lord Shiva was dressed in saffron garments and absorbed in trance, thus appearing to be the foremost of the sages. Lord Shiva's lotus feet was worshipped by both the demigods and the demons and still in spite of the exalted position, as soon as he saw that Lord Brahma was there among all the other demigods, he immediately stood up and offered him respect by bowing down and touching his lotus feet, just as Vaman Dev offered his respectful obeisance to Kashyapamuni. Even the Lord will get up and touch the feet of the Creator. What does it mean? that the highest will also rise up when the highest of his devotee arrives. You will have to know this. So, the exalted do not consider it below their dignity to rise up when they are meeting another exalted person. They will have to rise up and they have to touch their feet as well. So, that is the reason why you will find Krishna will always touch the feet of his highest devotee. He always bows down to that devotee. All the sages who were sitting with Lord Shiva such as Narada and others also offered their respectful obeisance unto Lord Brahma. After being so worshipped, Lord Brahma smiling began to speak to Lord Shiva. Lord Brahma said, My dear Lord Shiva, I know that you are the controller of the entire material manifestation, the combination father and the mother of the cosmic manifestation, and the supreme Brahma beyond the cosmic manifestation and as well. I know you in that way. This is a very important line for us. Lord Brahma says, what does he say to Lord Shiva? I know you are the controller of the entire material manifestation. The controller of the entire material manifestation is Shiva. This domain, which is the domain of Shiva, is the controller of material manifestation. Material manifestation also goes by another name called Prakriti. So, Prakriti's husband is Shiva. You understand this? Prakriti, her husband is Shiva. Also called the destruction. So Prakriti herself can destroy herself if she needs to. So she has got the power of self-destruction as well. What she has created can be destroyed by using the powers that are there. So you will find that the same place where we create, we can destroy as well. 
सपोज यू क्रिएट एन ऑब्जेक्ट दैट ऑब्जेक्ट कैन बी कंप्लीटली डिस्ट्रॉयड बाय द वन हु हैज क्रिएटेड इट आल्सो सो दिस दिस इज दैट इज द रीजन व्हाई यू विल फाइंड दैट द मटेरियल मैनिफेस्टेशन दैट व्हिच कम्स इन द मटेरियल वर्ल्ड दैट डोमेन इज कंट्रोल्ड बाय शिवा इज अ कॉम्बिनेशन फादर एंड मदर ऑफ द कॉस्मिक मैनिफेस्टेशन father and the mother of the cosmic manifestation father and the mother ardhanareshwar as a swarup we have in our brain the power to create two very very powerful what we call as hormones no either it can make you a male or it can make you a female this basic concept where whether you are a male or a female is determined by this faculty in the brain it has got the power of production of that particular information it's an information i think it is called estrone you know progesterone or it is known as um, testosterone one of the two testosterone increase makes you a male increase in the estrogen levels makes you a female so both these whichever is the increasing this or this the whole process is controlled by this one so the male female potency what is again a male female potency remember these words are very very important the combination mother and father of the cosmic manifestation and it is also the supreme power if you consider yourself as a female consider yourself as a female your levels of estrogen will go up because your levels of estrogen will go up you will behave more like a very shy or that kind of a person whereas if your testosterone basically the male hormone if it goes up even in a in a physical woman she will start behaving like a tomboy you you, you must have seen this happen so this so that does that doesn't that tell you something it tells you that if you want you can start your triggers on your own you can start the triggers on your own you will find that the the person the woman i mean this is an example i am giving the woman who feels more like a man she will cut her hair small she will behave more manly she will wear different kinds of clothes and try to look more like a man so her power of executing something in the world is far greater than a woman who appears more womanish like you know girlish type the the separation is very much there if you actually look at it the power is there in this particular domain called the brain nareshwar ardha nareshwar you can shift from this to that to this to that to this to that it depends you know it's entirely in your hands if you want to so the way in which you are brought up it will push you towards that direction if you are brought up also your that means your environment also helps you create that kind of a thought processing so environment that is offered to you suppose you are always a suppressed person in your childhood and always told go sit in the corner don't do this don't do that this that so many things and there is a very oppressive parent then what happens to the child the child starts behaving more like a woman more like as if suppressed more as as if 
मेरे से ये नहीं होता मेरे से वो नहीं होता आई कॉन्ट डू दिस एंड आई कॉन्ट डू दैट एंड दिस इज नॉट पॉसिबल एंड दैट इज नॉट पॉसिबल एंड वंस दिस ऑपरेसिव पर्सन गोज ऑफ फ्रॉम देयर लाइफ वॉट हैपन्स टू दैट पर्सन दे ब्लूम दे बिकम कंप्लीटली इंडिपेंडेंट दे नो वॉट दे आर सपोज टू डू दे कैन गो इन दैट डायरेक्शन एंड दे अचीव द हाइएस्ट इन देयर वर्ल्ड दे डोंट नीड सपोर्ट you if you have seen that this is what happens in most of the people so does it mean to say that that person did not have that and later on it got acquired no it exists within so every person can start thinking on their own i want to become more like a female i don't want to i want to get beaten up i so whatever whatever bullshit that you give to yourself you are capable of becoming that so if you think you are the worst creature on earth you will become the worst creature on earth if you want to think you are the best person on this planet earth and that nobody in this world can beat you you can become that as well so these centers which is called the male feeder the father and the mother manifestations they exist in this place and the supreme brahma beyond the cosmic manifestation as well i know you in this way my dear lord you create the cosmic manifestation maintain it and annihilate it by expansion of your personality exactly as the spider creates maintains and winds up its web so it is whose form this form if you actually see is krishna's own extension right so the form called shiva is nothing but him alone my dear lord Your lordship has introduced the system of sacrifices through the agencies of daksha and thus one may derive the benefits of religious activities and economic development under your regulative principle the institution of the four varanas and ashramas is respected the brahmanas therefore vow to follow the system strictly so what is it that has been introduced by you the system of sacrifices what is it that you need to take from outside what is it that you need to give out all this has been taken up you understand what i am saying see what you need to absorb and what you need to throw out okay so suppose you are looking at a rose a bunch of roses your eyes can observe that pink rose right in the middle the rest of the roses become hazy for you so what can be absorbed and what cannot be absorbed is just an example to un- make you understand this is what it is religious activities and economic development religious activities to do all kinds of religious activities whether to have a perform a puja or go to a temple go for yatras go for all these are basic religious activities that is also controlled by this economic development if you really want to do some development your brain better be in a very ship shape condition otherwise economic disasters will be there Mm. Oh, most auspicious Lord, you have ordained the heavenly planet, the spiritual work, Vaikuntha planet, and the impersonal Brahma sphere as the respective destination of the performers of auspicious activities. Similarly, for others who are miscreants, you have disdained different kinds of hells, which are horrible and ghastly. Yet sometimes it is found that the destinations are just the opposite. It is very difficult to ascertain the cause of this. All this will be explained in a single line: that the main center for where you are supposed to go. after doing all sorts of your activities lies in this place my dear lord 
devotees who are fully dedicated to their lives and to your lotus feet certainly observe your presence as paramatma in each and every being and as such they do not differentiate between one living being and another such persons treat all living entities equally they never become overwhelmed by anger like animals who can see nothing without differentiation persons who observe everything with differentiation who are simply attached to fruitive activities who are mean minded who are always pained to see the flourishing condition of others and those who give distress to them by uttering harsh and piercing words have already been killed by providence thus there is no need for them to be killed again by an exalted personality like you this is a very important line again those who are already very angry and full of ill will and bad things and we keep jo dusre ki प्रशंसा करने के बगैर दे आर दे आर ऑलवेज पुटिंग द अदर पर्सन डाउन दे आर ऑलवेज मीन माइंडेड दे आर बेसिकली नॉट दे डोंट वॉन्ट टू सी अदर पीपल्स ग्रोथ दे फील दैट द अदर पर्सन डजेंट डिजर्व द ग्रोथ सच काइंड ऑफ पीपल एंड दोज कॉज डिस्ट्रेस बाई टॉकिंग नॉन सेंस अबाउट द अदर्स दे आर ऑलरेडी बीन किल्ड बाई प्रोविडेंस दैट मीन्स वॉट किल्ड बाई प्रोविडेंस दे हैव कम अंडर द वेरी वेरी ग्रेट रूल कॉल कर्मा so they are go- going into a loop a system of coming back again and again and again and again so this is called killed by providence and these part people will not be under the domain of this exalted personality my dear lord if some places in some places materialists who are already bewildered by insurmountable illusory energy of the supreme personality of god and sometimes commit offense a saintly person with compassion does not take this seriously knowing that they commit offense because they are overpowered by illusory energy he does not show his prowess to counteract them my dear lord you are never bewildered by the formidable influence of the illusory energy of supreme personality of godhead therefore you are omniscient and should be merciful and compassionate towards those who are bewildered by the same illusory energy and are very much attacked attached to fruitive activity these two lines i'll explain at one go my dear lord shiva you are the shareholder of a portion of the sacrifice and you are the giver of the results the bad priest did not deliver your share and therefore you destroyed everything and the sacrifice remains unfinished now you can do the needful and take your rightful share my dear lord by your mercy the performer of the sacrifices daksha may get back his life bhaga may get his eyes bhigu his mustache and pusa his teeth O Lord Shiva may the demigods and the priests whose limbs have been broken by your soldiers recover from the injuries by your grace O destroyer of sacrifices please take a portion of the sacrifice and let the sacrifice be completed by your grace Here this line what it means is this Shiva is far beyond this thing which we call as anger and so on and so forth A spiritual being is devoid of these kind of emotions these are emotional things isn't it he is devoid he doesn't take anything as a personal affront so what does he do he himself will not take part in it but he doesn't accept the sacrifice doesn't accept the sacrifice means that means if you are going over there and if you are offering something to this person he doesn't take it acceptance will happen if the mind accepts it isn't it so whereas these spiritual beings are concerned you will find that baba sai baba used to take whoever came and gave he will take and keep it over there but acceptance doesn't happen if it is not accepted by the person through his mind isn't it so what they do is they do not accept anything what is acceptance is 
only that which is given out of love they are taking it in so shiva is also the epitome of this kind of sacrificial stuff way he may accept it or he may not but he is the one who created this being who destroyed everything so what does he do now he has to resurrect the whole thing he has to create the whole thing back and put it back in the picture so that the whole thing can be then accepted by him that means forgiveness is the most important word over here we never forgive people only the divine can forgive the divine have the capability because they are peaceful and calm otherwise also though the anger may show in shiva's face or he may pull out a hair but he is always at peace so he has got this very very important property which is called forgiveness so all the gods have gone to ask for supplication they are going to tell him please forgive daksha please forgive all the other people who have said something about you and resurrect them back so we will stop over here and